0: Welcome to another edition of We Want to Talk About It Now, Basketball Edition. The first time that I've said that, and it's now been like 13 episodes, we have Steven Sosa on the call. How are you doing, Stephen?
1: Hi. Yeah, you probably should have added Basketball Edition before.
0: Well, I've been thinking, you know, because we have dozens upon dozens of listeners that listen to very... Oh, crap, I just broke my pen. This is riveting podcasting right now. <laughs> Since we have so many listeners uh, right now, uh, starting to make this into a... A multimedia conglomerate where um I'm gonna start breaking up uh creating different podcast channels. So we'll just have the basketball version and uh I think I figured
1: tra- that's what you were doing, you and know. I f-
0: and I f- I think we'll change it until from we want to talk about it now to something just like we wanna talk and uh and then we'll have we wanna talk basketball edition, um philosophy, cooking, etc. Like there's just so many. Uh, listen i listened
1: to, to uh you had one called like into the abyss or something like that
0: oh yeah the with uh with todd
1: yeah i listened to that one that was the first one of your podcasts that i listened to it's actually pretty cool
0: thanks Stephen. <laughs> it's a it sounds like you're incredulous like i am surprised that this was entertaining well,
1: i i didn't know what to expect and i went into it and was like hey like this is actually yeah
0: so sometimes i think I, i'm sure nobody cares about this sometimes i think i'm a better guest like i'm more like a better a color guy than i am an actual host uh, so because
1: i think you do pretty good because if you weren't able to you know like uh do what you do on our show like i i can't do what you do so
0: well, I don't know what I do, so I appreciate that. <laughs> I just I just try my best. Literally, it's just talking, right? But uh, yeah. we're, we're here to chat about the just an update on the NBA playoffs. And I want to start off with, I don't know if this is a question, Stephen, as much as it is just an observation of how stupid we are as humans.
1: Okay. Uh,
0: because the thing that I've been struggling with recently, at, with these podcasts in particular, is like, it's fun. I enjoy talking about it, but I think about the listener and why do people watch first take? Why do people watch Undisputed on Fox Sports 1 when even these people who are in air quotes, professionals get so many things wrong. I know that it's entertainment. Like, oh, this is just entertaining to listen to people getting things wrong all the time, but
1: I'll tell people you are
0: I mean. wrong. All like, if, so one day it's, I can't believe how terrible I'm Stephen A. Smith right now. I cannot believe how terrible the Clippers are doing right now. Next day. I cannot believe like the Clippers are going to win this. And then they lose the next game to the Dallas Mavericks. And I can't believe. Yeah. It's just (laughs) back and forth. Like, and then with the Lakers getting knocked out of the playoffs, everyone being like the, the front office of the Los Angeles Lakers is to blame for this. I go, wait, 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 what, what? I, I don't know if I know that they're supposed to make it. I know it's supposed to be like entertaining, but like they won a championship No less than uh, not even a year ago. They won a championship like seven months ago.
1: And they made the playoffs this year and they were banged up. So,
0: yeah. So I just get confused why people uh, I've stopped watching those shows. Like I still listen to Bill Simmons just because I feel even he gets real. He gets a lot of stuff wrong, but I I like that he isn't manufactured. Like he is giving his true opinion as opposed to what's going to get listens. Same yeah. with Ryan Russillo. Like Ryan Russillo is probably the best at it. I'm like, I bet you people hate listening to him because he so often is. Uh, right. he's, he's very like. So he he's been talking a lot about like plan behavior, or fan plan behavior, fan behavior recently, and he's just like, what do you want the NBA to do? Like all of this outrage about fan behavior. Like yeah, what the fans did was stupid, but what do you want the NBA to do about this? There's
1: here's if, here's what I would like the NBA to do. Um, I think that there needs to be a harsh penalty for people throwing popcorn on players and throwing, spitting at them and stuff like that. There needs to be a very harsh penalty so that like legal, a legal penalty so that like it'll discourage that kind of thing from happening, but you can't completely stop it.
0: But isn't that just assault? Like, so, like, don't get me wrong. Like, great, I, I'm I'm all for that. But the NBA is not, uh, sorry, is not the law enforcement. Of course, of <laughs> course. When, so when it's I'm- so it's not like the NBA is going to be like, all right, we're going to send you to jail. It has to be like law enforcement comes in and goes, okay, you poured popcorn on someone. As far as assault goes. All right, I guess you're gonna get a misdemeanor. Uh, yeah. Maybe do maybe do a two hundred fifty dollar fine. Like yeah, that's, that's still not of, that crazy.
1: That's all, but yeah, but that's all I'm talking about. Like there needs to be some kind of some kind of something like that, where it's like you're gonna you're gonna pay for this, you know?
0: But is it like I don't know? I feel like the public public humiliation alone is like enough at this point. Because guess what? Everybody hates that dude now. I think it was like somebody's brother like it was a one of the players brothers um on the celtics yeah. uh what's the home well boys? regardless Richards.
1: yeah regardless that's that's uncalled for you know
0: well what i mean is like everybody knows who the dude is you're absolutely right i the only reason i was saying like oh it's that it was that guy who did it is oh we all know who it is and he's gonna have to live with that the rest of his life because he's kind of known because his brother's on the team Anyways, all that all of yeah. that to say I don't. I, I'm sure a lot of us have dealt with far worse bullying.
1: <laughs> just oh yeah, like, no. I'm like dealt in with our lives, yeah. I've dealt with some bad stuff, but, but, but like, um,
0: they should be punished. I don't want to like come across like, oh yeah, just let them keep going to the games. Like if I was the NBA, it's as simple as, all right, you bad fan behavior, you never get to. You're you're out of the NBA for ten years. You're out of the NBA for fifteen years. Then eventually and i also don't believe in lifetime punishments because yeah,
1: well i just think like if you walk up you know if you go to a game with that kind of attitude like i don't want those kind of fans at games you no know?
0: You're, that's true actually you want to know it It should always be a lifetime ban but it it has to be it has to be like the spitting the popcorning i don't have and maybe this is just white boy alex talking right here but like I don't mind the uh, not don't be racist, but I don't mind when people are like talking trash to people.
1: Like, oh, no, that there's a playful trash talking that I think is fine. And then there's the kind that like crosses the line when you start talking about people's wife and stuff, you know, but it's like.
0: But- the issue, though, with that, Stephen, is what what is crossing the line for you is not going to be crossing the line for Russell Westbrook. Like, I honestly think there's I guarantee there have been times where Russell Westbrook has been. Correct in how somebody has addressed him, but I also think there's sometimes that he overblows it um, just because he's that kind of dude. Um, sometimes
1: so his persona feeds into it, I think.
0: Yes. And then essentially, what we're doing right now, or how most people would describe it, was like we're victim blaming. But I'm like, no, like, because essentially, like his persona or the way that he dresses, uh, just kidding, <laughs> is the reason that that happened. But I think, anyways, I think we've spent too much time talking about this, but the, it's just been some thoughts on my mind uh, over the last couple of weeks. I think it's way more overblown.
1: It's been, it's been for me too. It needs to be. But I just think like, uh, I, I think Kevin Durant is uh, kind of right. Like, obviously, he he probably shouldn't have cursed when he said what he said because it said "grow the f up." But he, I think he's right that like w- you show such a, a lack of respect for for the players when you're throwing popcorn on them and stuff and trying to spit on them, like um you know it's just very disrespectful and uh you know you're not they're not zoo animals they're people playing a game you know yeah
0: I mean but the irony being you bring it up Kevin Durant I'm like isn't it Kevin Durant who no less than three months ago was saying a lot of um anti- <laughs> you know what I mean? like he was saying a bunch of um homophobic <laughs> type yeah. of things I'm he just says- like
1: he says We're, dumb stuff, but even a dumb person can be, you know.
0: Right. Biker. No, I 100% agree with that. But there's a little bit of a, a hypocrisy there. Like he's saying, he's saying yeah. like the F word.
1: Yeah, uh, there
0: are. You know, like, and so i just like, who, 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 who's the person who should really be legislating? All of us are bad. So that's what's kind of frustrating to you. Like no person is a perfect person. And no yet person we all is a
1: perfect person, but. I mean, going back to... I mean, everybody makes mistakes. I've made a lot of mistakes in my life. Me too. but But, like... Um, uh, I just... You know, there there's a, a level of, like, decency that a person should have. I, think. I agree. If you go to, like, um, uh, something like that, like a basketball game, football game, something like that, like it's not okay to like throw water bottles and, and absolutely like that's, that's childish. It's not, know? it's
0: like, even if you're at a 4th of July barbecue, it's not okay to throw water bottles. I agree.
1: Yeah. That, I'm just like, you know, keep your little water bottles in your hands and your everything to yourself, you know, and yeah. just enjoy the game.
0: Keep your racism on the inside like a normal person.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair, fair.
0: But where were, Oh, but NBA playoffs. Um, And and obviously every fan has, has like the different things that they want to experience at a game. For example, I went to the jazz Memphis game two, where the jazz were pretty dominant until the third quarter when John Morant went on an absolute tear, made the game a little bit close instead of a blowout. And something that I noticed as I was watching that game is like, there were a couple alley-oops and just beautiful plays made by the Memphis Grizzlies that I'm not a jazz fan, so I go to this game. I'm like, oh, my. I was like, that was beautiful. I
1: was watching. That was
0: beautiful. And then, like, the other people around me are, like, mad and, like, booing. I'm like, can we all not just agree that that was, like, an amazing play and still, like, celebrate it a little bit?
1: See, that's why, uh, like, sometimes I think it's kind of funny because I'll go to, like, uh, Golden 1 Center. Like I've been there before, and rooting for the other team. <laughs> Seriously, and, and and I'm just like I don't. It's just basketball, you know. They're like they're just putting a ball in a hoop and trying to stop the other team from doing it. Like sometimes people get too carried away with, you know, people they're the enemy or what? No, it's it's basketball, you know. Like, like uh, enjoy it. Yeah, like enjoy like the beauty. When Chris Paul went went to play the the Kings and I watched that or the couple times I got to see Kobe Bryant play, um, you know, I love that and, you know, they were on the other team, you know. So it's just like it's just basketball. Yeah,
0: you know? I, it's 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 kind of like what Disney has been doing over the last several several years as they're creating these movies about who we deemed Villains in the past, so I'm thinking like Maleficent. Like, oh, there's this other side to this story that we didn't know. I try to apply that type of of worldview to basketball as well. Like, I don't. You can create all of your villains, but none of these people are like bad people. None of these people no. are like I, like. I take LeBron, that back.
1: LeBron. Some James, people might be, but okay. But um, nobody's perfect, like we said. Yeah, but, but but like LeBron James, I think he's a good person. You know, yeah, absolutely. Um, and people were burning his jersey and acting like he's the worst person in the world because he chose to work somewhere else. You know,
0: could you imagine if we play the apply the same level of scrutiny to like normal working day jobs? I know we don't make millions of dollars, but if it's like oh and look who just left look who just left adobe to go and work for google what a yeah. douchebag let's go and riot outside of yeah. his hat like it's just it i it, it, it's unfathomable to me yeah i behaving that way
1: i was a little uh immature uh when um when kevin durant did what he did because i was so mad that somebody as good as he did went to a team as good as he went to. But at the end of the day, it's just a sport. It's just basketball. It doesn't, you know, have that much of an effect on my life. I just enjoy it, you know?
0: But one thing about that, it's so funny. We haven't even really talked about the playoffs yet, but one thing about Kevin Durant's decision that I don't think we appreciate enough, and it's the same thing with LeBron James. So for so long, I was all about kobe bryant that i'm just like screw lebron screw lebron and i wasn't taking the time to appreciate the beauty of his game same thing with kevin durant you know what kevin durant gave us by going to the warriors some of the most pure beautiful best top of the line offensive and defensive basketball ever the one thing that people forget about is how great they were at defense this nets team super fun to watch on offense they're decent on defense but the Golden State Warriors, when they were at their peak of their powers with Kevin Durant,
1: mm-hmm.
0: you I don't know if we'll ever see anything as great as that again.
1: Yeah. Um, they were one of the most stacked teams ever. They were one of the most talented teams ever.
0: Smart, and, high IQ.
1: Right. And then you put you give them a coach like Steve Kerr, and it was just like beautiful basketball, you know. And and uh, I don't blame Kevin Durant, even though he was on a team that was very talented before he went to Golden State. I don't blame Kevin Durant for for leaving and going to play um, for a team that was more skilled because basic, that was basically his argument was like, no. Like because obviously he's gonna stand up for himself because he made the dang decision, but he was like he goes, you know, I brought I I I made it so that everybody else has to step up their game, people have to be more skilled, you know. Exactly. And and I was like, that's a you know, that is a good point. He is raising the level of everyone else's game, you know.
0: And speaking of Kevin Durant, if we want to get into playoff talk, the Next, uh, I, it's yeah, it has to be. The best second round series that we're going to see is going to be that Milwaukee-Brooklyn one. Milwaukee sweeping Miami and then Brooklyn uh, doing a gentleman's sweep of Boston. That game, That's going to be so fun. Milwaukee was I, I also, so... Yeah. I don't know if Miami just really sucked and was just out of it because they played until October, but Milwaukee was so fun to watch. That game three where they just had the barrage... I, I forget the dude's name. The barrage of threes, I think he hit five and a quarter was, was
1: it was it so quarter?
0: beautiful what what was it
1: who who was it?
0: I forget the homeboy's name
1: um, um let me
0: just check uh, I probably shouldn't say homeboy. I apologize if that was offensive um
1: oh uh, whatever the homeboy is not offensive yeah
0: I, I do i do really mean it in a non just like yeah. that's what I—that's how I refer to every single person. Um, Milwaukee. Yeah,
1: roster. I sometimes talk in a way that I don't normally speak, but I'm just being a dork, you know. It
0: was Bryn Forbes.
1: Oh, Bryn Forbes. He went
0: off in Game Three, and I loved every moment of it, even though they destroyed the Heat.
1: Yeah, I saw some of it. I saw some of it, but I changed the channel. Um sometimes sometimes when I know the outcome of a game, you know, when I feel like I know After the first quarter. Happen, yeah. yeah, I'm just like or the first half I'll be like, yeah, like like when Dallas was playing Golden State earlier this year and and was facing up shooting jumpers even though they have a bunch of people that were way taller than the small Golden State Warriors, you know, way taller, way bigger and they weren't using their size. So I turned the channel after the first half because I thought Golden State was going to win, and they won by 16. You know.
0: So who do you see winning this Milwaukee Brooklyn series? Which do you would you agree that this is going to be the best of the four?
1: Probably, yeah. Um, I didn't see Luca coming. Uh, uh, talking about Luca and the Mavs, I didn't see Luca Doncic coming. Like I didn't see him having this kind of performance in the playoffs and that's been really fun to watch especially since luca like sometimes i like it when a player is like mouthy and talks trash you know and uh luca seemed like that kind of guy you know wait so wait
0: sorry steven just before you go too far what does this have to do with the milwaukee brooklyn series
1: oh sorry i i I went to Dallas. I oh, went. you're
0: fine. You're fine. Uh, I was thinking we save that uh, since that's the most recent se- thing. Saving that for last since that series is not even over yet.
1: Oh, all right. I was just I just wanted to mention how Lucas kicking butt, and I'm oh. I'm really surprised how competitive they've been in the series.
0: It's been the most fun series to watch. Maybe, yep. It's been the most because most of the games have been like kind of close.
1: Yeah and uh the other day they they the last the the game before last i think it was uh um they they finally posted up uh marianovic and uh and uh like porzingis they were actually posting up and i was like you know Thank the Lord. And and they finally, you know, did it and they won the game.
0: Yesterday, what they were lacking, uh, because they did a very similar thing. He was, Boban was, his name is Boban, right? He was hitting yes. far fewer shots than he did uh, in game five. Yeah. But what Dallas was really and just you know I'm switching to this right now because you're right. We should talk about this series before we go into the next uh, in the next round of the playoffs. The Dallas Mavericks were missing Luca being efficient yesterday.
1: Yeah, he seemed to Sometimes be a little bit more
0: timid on shooting, and he shot pretty terrible.
1: Yeah. A lot of bad shots
0: in the the last the last quarter.
1: You know. Uh, he, he's not really a shooter. And I, but I, I'm just going to say it. I think a lot of people, they think he's like a shooter because he's a white dude, but like, you know, because of stereotypes, but he's not really, he's kind of, sometimes he has good shooting games. Sometimes he doesn't. He's that really more like LeBron in that way, you know? But really,
0: the hero of the game was like, I don't know how to rank people's entire career, but Kawhi yesterday, third quarter, just starts going. Did I don't know if he missed, but he kept hitting and hitting and hitting, and it carried over into the fourth quarter, and he Mm -hmm. just iced the game with his three-point shooting in the last couple of minutes.
1: When he gets going scoring the ball, there's nothing you can do about it.
0: And every time he got the ball, I was just like, Oh, it's going in. I don't know why, like, not to like say like I'm some genius or anything, I'm like, oh yeah, this is this shot's gonna go in. The way that and Luca was playing off of him, you don't have he wasn't to crowding too much. And I was just like, You're giving him way too much space, man. You got to get up on him yeah. because he just needs that two to three feet. Well, and Luka was off him by like three or four feet, if I'm being honest. All he needs is that one to two step into the shot, and he's going <laughs> to... You just kept making it over and over, and they kept switching yeah, Luka let him,
1: If you let him get a rhythm, it's over. If you let him get a rhythm offensively, it's going to kill you.
0: And really what I should say, yesterday's unsung hero, though, was Reggie Jackson. I think he scored 20 points in the first half.
1: Wow. Which,
0: he him at the start of the game, he was 5-for-6 in the first quarter and then just went to... Then he kind of cooled off in the second, but still got to 20 in the first half. That's what kept them in the game because the Mavs were playing... I shouldn't say the Mavs. Tim Hardaway Jr. was playing unreal good. The supporting cast was doing well for for the Mavericks. Um, And then it just kind of unraveled when Kawhi went off in the third. Um, They had a one-point lead, I believe, going into the fourth quarter. And then it was just the Kawhi show from there on. Um, Luca
1: had a game... There was a game in that series, when Luca hit one of the cockiest shots I have ever seen a person take, he was, like, fading away either to his right or his left from the three-point line, from behind the three-point line, and he shot, he took a shot off of one leg and made it, and he was, like, being defended, and I was just like, that is, like, you know, some Bill Larry F- Bird stuff. Who
0: do you think is going to win Game 7 in L.A.?
1: Oh, uh, in L.A.? Oh, uh, gosh dang it. You know, um, I I don't think I have a good idea. Just Me because either. Both, both teams have gone back and forth, but I would like to give it to the Clippers because there will be an L.A.
0: But with this series, every game one has been by the road team. I believe first time in NBA history that every single game was won by the road team. Um, before it was, it was the Spurs and the Blazers. Oh no, no. It was the Spurs and the Rockets in 1995. Um, Mm -hmm. it was a, it was a five games where it was the road team one. And then I believe Houston won in game six and ended the series. But, um,
1: well, that's what happened because they won the championship. championship.
0: Yeah, um, and so this is the first time I I know what it's going to come down to, but I don't know who's going to show up. Luca has to score forty. Lucas, yeah. or, or sorry, it's Luca scores forty. Kawhi scores forty, or uh, I might throw Paul George in there. What I am really hoping uh, happens for the Mavs in order for them to win is. Porzingis has to be that. That was the thing. So this is why it's important to watch basketball. Yeah, Porzingis barely touched the ball yesterday. Barely, like it was offense was all as we know. Offense was always initiated through Luca. They would do a sque, screen and uh, not really ball. a screen and roll. If I'm being honest, it was really just a switch to get a different defender onto Luca, and that was okay. how Porzingis was being used but he would barely touch the ball. I feel like you got to get him active because we know that he's been a sourpuss. Hasn't been super happy on the Mavs. Get, get your boy involved. He's like, if you're not going to win, if Tim Hardaway Jr. Is the person you're relying on to get like 30 points or whatever, use Porzingis, use the height and the the advantage that you have um, when the Mavs go small and somebody, they have to figure out. I don't think they need to guard Paul George. They just need to figure out how to, guard Kawhi and they will win but if Kawhi plays if anything like this. he did in game 6 clippers clippers I guarantee even if Luca plays unreal in game 7 if Kawhi does what he did in game 6 and game 7 watch win. out
1: yeah yeah um I I agree they need to to involve Porzingis more I think he has an unbelievable skill set you know he has he has great talent. Um uh I always talk about this, but he's the the only thing about him I don't like is that he's inconsistent, you know. Um but but like he is very talented. And I think their if they had a big three in Dallas, their big three is Luca Porzingis and um Uh Tim Hardaway Jr. But you know that's just what I think. So I I agree they need to involve Porzingis more.
0: What's uh Finney Smith was playing surprisingly well yesterday, too.
1: Yeah. And then Finney Smith is a pretty darn good player.
0: The person who I was getting a little bit excited about, and then they started to miss. I forget the dude's name right now. Brunson is Jalen Brunson on their team.
1: Yes. He,
0: I think he's their, like their backup point guard. He was, he, yes. got, he yeah. was a little bit quick, five points, I believe. And then he was pretty silent from there. They're, they just need more from everybody. But, yeah. um, so
1: Bronson's a good backup point guard though. He is
0: either way. I'm going to be lucky. I'm going to go to the second round playoff game, Utah. It's going to be either against the Clippers or it's going to be the Mavs. I get to see Kawhi or I get to see Luca I'm blessed either way. I would rather see Luca, but I'll take Kawhi. That's if you're if you're giving out second prizes, you're doing pretty yeah. well if you get to see Kawhi Leonard.
1: Right, right. Either way, like you know, that'd be great to see either one of them. But um, Luca, I think, is more fun to watch.
0: So yeah. then, uh, moving on to some of the other matchups that we're going to see: you know Phoenix, the- Phoenix, Phoenix, and Denver. Um, just like the quick wrap up on the Phoenix LA series, uh, my summation of what I saw tired worn out Lakers team who didn't know who they were not getting enough support from their bench players. Uh, Montrezl Harrell was ridiculous. Um, KCP was injured, but I think he was doing okay. Kuzma is just get rid of him. Um, And honestly, once, once that groin injury happened with 80, it was over.
1: Um yeah when, once 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 he couldn't come back and play like he can play you know he um it was over um like well they
0: were going they were going to win game 4 it was going to be a 3-1 series but then he went out they were up 11 at the half yeah like they were they were they were dominating them and then Ad went out, and the rest is history. Phoenix. I think
1: the team just knew that without Ad, they weren't going to win, and they were like discouraged. You know.
0: Yeah, and I'm not going to lie, a little bit upset with people like Charles Barkley. Like, don't get me wrong. I know Ad is constantly injured, but it wasn't like it's. I don't think he's ever making up these injuries, except for when he wanted to get out of New Orleans. Besides that time.
1: Made up the injury.
0: No, he's just like he, he like made us he made a joke. He didn't think he was making uh, up the injury. He just called him like stri- Anthony Street Clothes Davis is what he calls him Oh yeah, like,
1: that was pretty messed up. Cuz yeah. I'm just
0: like, well what what's he supposed to do? Like
1: he can't control whether he gets injured or not. Yeah,
0: and then he goes and plays and this is what like I am glad that KD played <laughs> cuz it made that series against the Raptors more interesting on the with the Golden State Warriors, but like he came back too soon. Ruptures his Achilles. Like yeah. you don't want these players coming back, and he had to take an entire year off. Maybe he could have come back a little bit sooner the next year. Don't don't but play. What's
1: funny about what Charles Barkley said. Sorry, I just want to get this in. What's funny about what Charles Barkley said to me because I remember him saying that Anthony Street closed Davis now, but but what's funny about that is like he was he was complaining because uh because anthony davis like was playing in the game it shouldn't have been playing or whatever and then he called him anthony street clothes davis and it's like well do you want him to be on the court or what you know exactly
0: make up your mind bro yeah but that being said and then we'll see what happens with the lakers in the offseason i think we'll talk about that more when the season's over but uh phoenix going up against denver Jokic That's is, gonna be fun. I I watched the the final the final game of Denver versus Portland. Just looked like, just looked like they were tired too. Like Portland just seemed a little bit tired, undermanned. Uh, Jokic balled out, got a lot of great support from people that were unexpected, like Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon yeah. hit the like <laughs> hit the game clinching three. I was like, all right.
1: Remember when I remember. Uh, I I told you about uh, when Aaron Gordon's making his jumper. Watch you out! Know. You remember?
0: No, I remember that, but I just did. It was it was not. It, he just provides somebody that you have to worry about. That's yeah. just a nice a nice thing to have. And then Michael Porter Jr. has just risen risen he's to the challenge.
1: Knock, he's a knockdown shooter.
0: He's still a little uh, emo- too emotional for me. Yeah, and I think he can get easily discouraged, Mm -hmm. but it's young though. It works both ways though. He can get really excited quickly, and he can get really depressed quickly. So, I think the right team definitely won that. um, Being able to watch that that final game, Mm Yusuf Nurkic is a don't uh, Portland. I think you need another big man (laughs) besides him.
1: I heard they're trying to get Carl Anthony Towns from Stephen A. Smith. Oh. What do you
0: think about that? And then obviously Portland just got rid of their coach, too. So they're looking for a new head coach.
1: Well, he's basically Carl Anthony Towns to me is like a slightly better version of like Ennis Cantor. So, you know, a
0: slightly better version. Yeah, (laughs) I don't know if I'd say don't get me wrong. I don't love Carl Anthony Towns either, but I don't know if he's slightly better than Ennis Cantor. I think he's a significant of a a significant upgrade from Ennis Cantor.
1: (laughs) But well, I don't, they're, they're pretty can, much both all offense, you know, they're not going to get a lot of defense out of them.
0: Can I just say how important I think mental toughness is in this game? Like, yeah,
1: I, I, I
0: don't I don't think Carl Anthony Towns is going to solve their problem because he doesn't have that killer mentality, at least from what I've seen in the first seven seasons of him in the NBA. Has
1: he been here for yeah. seven seasons now? Something like that.
0: So, uh, Go ahead and get them. I don't think you're gonna. That's not going to make your team that much better. It's he not it.
1: really gonna upgrade the team. But so,
0: um, I guess we can talk about Portland in our end of year one as well. But Phoenix, Denver, who you see in, who you see in coming out there?
1: You know, I don't know, but I'm rooting for Phoenix <sighs> because I've loved Chris Paul as a player for so long um, that. Um, I love him as a player. He's so fun to watch and he's all his teams are always good. And, you know, like everywhere he goes, they win. And he just hasn't been able to get a ring yet, you know. So I think it'd be a pretty good, pretty cool story if he gets a ring. That said, I won't I won't be upset like if Jokic ends up, you know, if Denver ends up winning the championship, I won't be upset.
0: It'll come down to, if somebody it's going to come down to Deandre Ayton, I feel like in this series, Michael Porter jr. It might be who they're going to be putting on, on Devin Booker, maybe some Aaron Gordon, but I just feel like those players are too big to not want to put them on someone like Ayton, give Jokic, um, give Jokic a little bit of a rest Uh so he can focus more on the offensive side of things. Right. But, I don't this one's hard for me like especially after my little soliloquy at the start where I went you can not no one can predict this stuff we have no idea what injuries are going to happen like the yeah. Phoenix Suns and the Denver Nuggets are just a simple injury away from me changing my mind on everything so if Chris Paul isn't 100% Denver if Jokic isn't 100% Phoenix um, yeah. if they're if they're all at their max powers it's going to be a really good series
1: yeah i just know there's going to be great passing there's going to be great defense I can't wait. You know, it'll be awesome. But if I wow. have to
0: take someone, I am gonna go with Denver. Ah oh, man, mm-hmm. DeAndre Ayton played so well, but I think that they'll having they'll have learned from the Lakers series, the Nuggets, and how they played the against the Phoenix Suns, that they'll be able to contain DeAndre Ayton a little bit, not let yeah. him get that that eight for nine, 20 points with 16 rebounds type stat uh-huh. lines. I think they'll be able to to avoid that.
1: Yeah. Uh, Denver is actually really good on. DC. They're
0: peaking at the right time. I feel like they're no. they're. I know they're without Jamal Murray, but the, the role players are starting to When The the person that I mentioned almost last or like sixth is Paul Millsap. You guys are going to be. Everyone forgets he's on their team. Like they, they're in a really good spot.
1: So yeah, we'll see what Paul, happens. Paul Millsap is actually has been one of the. Um one of the best scoring like uh bigs i think in the nba that isn't a star for a while you know
0: yeah he's just mr uh mr consistent what paul Millsap does not have and we saw this in atlanta and in his time now on denver he, d- he also doesn't have the killer mentality so if he's your fourth fifth or sixth best player that's kind of where you want them. Let the, yeah, the mentally yeah. tough guys do the rest of the work. Jokic has shown he's mentally tough. Mm-hmm. I'm starting to come around on that. Michael Porter Jr. Kid is becoming more and more mentally tough, even though he can swing pretty violently yeah. from positive to negative, but he's getting, yeah. he's he's,
1: young. he's gaining experience. He's young, you know, and, and he is very good. He is very talented. He's one of the best shooters in the NBA, you know,
0: all right. Let's uh let's switch up gears and move over to the Eastern Conference and let's okay. start with that cuz they're playing today. I'm very excited to watch that the Milwaukee Bucks against the Brooklyn Nets. I am I don't know. This is another one where I'm just like Milwaukee also seems like they're coming to the peak of their powers right now. Brooklyn is getting more reps in with their big 3 getting some some time on the court with each other. Offensively they look unreal, but if yeah. they can if Milwaukee can just play the defense that they were playing against the Miami heat. I they'll think they'll be able to mitigate. Chance. And I think that they, I don't know who guards Giannis who guards Giannis Blake Griffin.
1: Oh shoot. You know, because
0: if you put Kevin Durant on them, Kevin Durant is going to exert so much energy on the defensive end that Kyrie and James Harden are going to have to score at a much higher frequency. Kyrie's been yeah. a little bit um, inconsistent. Harden's been doing really, really well. So yeah. if you can force the ball to Kyrie more and try to force him to play one-on-one and create, I think that's Milwaukee's game, uh, Milwaukee's road to success.
1: Well, I think that um, the that Brooklyn is probably going to play some kind of zone to try to... Um, To try to um, stop Giannis, stop stop Giannis from getting to the hole. You
0: know, I don't know if I like that. Like, they're uh, the only reason is because great. Put your zone, put your zone in. Yeah, all he's gonna do is drive and kick. They besides Giannis, everyone can shoot threes on that team. So if they're going to be doing that, he's just gonna drive, kick it to Middleton in the corner, kick it to Bryn Forbes in the corner kick it to did I say Chris Middleton yet um so Middleton <laughs> Forbes and then you have I guess Steven Chinzo is going to be out for the rest of the season yeah who am I missing oh Holiday get it to halt like that that Can is such have- a huge upgrade for them Drew Holiday mm-hmm. that's who you put on James Harden figure out who you're going to have play Kyrie and go from there
1: yeah yeah I I just think that Defending Giannis is going to be a team defensive thing. You know, it's not like um, I get it. Like there are primary defenders on people, but like a lot of times, but in in this series, I think it's just going to be more of a collective effort to try to um, stop Giannis.
0: I think that's true for both teams. It's going to be, can Joe Harris, can Bruce Brown, can Bryn Forbes, can Drew Holiday, Chris, Miller, can the these people who are not traditionally known as like the stars of the team show up and, and hit their baskets? Because if yeah, if Joe Harris is shooting lights out like he has been,
1: they're gonna win the series.
0: They're going to win the series if Bryn Forbes isn't shooting lights out like he did in that uh, game three, or I think maybe it was game and two don't against forget, Miami. Yeah,
1: and don't forget Middleton, he can get he can catch fire for sure. So then
0: uh, I don't I want Milwaukee to win because I would very much love to see Giannis make it uh, because I am now at the point that it's whoever wins. We'll see. mm, We'll get to it when we talk Atlanta, Philadelphia, but I'm pretty confident whoever wins the Milwaukee Brooklyn series is who's going to be in the Eastern conference finals.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty confident too uh, in that.
0: So I think I'm going to like, this just seems like the perfect setup for Brooklyn to lose and to disappoint us. Yeah. But they're just so good it's hard for me to pick against them. So I'm going to choose Brooklyn even though I don't want them to go yeah. to the conference finals, but I just too much firepower.
1: Yeah, they they're they're one of the rare teams that I have ever seen in the NBA that can really like they can light you up on offense you know. in a matter of
0: three minutes they can score yeah. 15 plus points
1: yeah they can they can they can put some points on the board and usually i i'm you know me i'm mr defense but when when you can uh put the ball in the basket like that you have a chance you know against anyone well
0: then who do we think that uh will be facing milwaukee or brooklyn in the conference finals philadelphia or atlanta A uh, uh, surprising like i don't know how much we want to go into this but like atlanta's team's really good
1: <laughs> yeah atlanta is, atlanta is really good
0: another one of those teams peaking at the right time it's unfortunate yet your prediction of the knicks going to the <laughs> to the I nba finals make, <laughs> was, I was gonna squashed gonna in make, round one
1: i was gonna mention that uh the reason i did really was because i had you know, New York Knicks fever because uh, the Knicks, like I'm a student of NBA history, as you know, and the Knicks are one of the best like um, NBA franchises, you know.
0: Um, what makes an NBA franchise the best? Being in a major city and only winning, th- have they won three championships in their entire history? <laughs> two. Two. Oh, so worse, worse than I thought
1: but but the reason I like it when the Knicks are good is because the people in New York City, basketball is a religion there, you know, yeah, so I love to see like when Indiana has a really good team or when when the Knicks have a really good team, like because the people in those cities really enjoy basketball. Yeah. Um. And they know they know the game and everything, you know, so so I just think uh, NBA basketball is better when, like, the Knicks are good. And it was just
0: unfortunate. Know? Julius Randle having an amazing regular season and then being a no show in the playoffs. It's kind of like what we talked about. If you if in order to win, you need Derek Rose to be on the court for 30 plus minutes. That's not a great sign. Yeah, that's why but, they lost.
1: It's not. It's not a great sign. Uh, Julius Randle, to his credit, plays very well in the elimination game, but uh, I think you were right. Atlanta proved that they were the better team. Um, I just, I was being a fan. You know, uh, they were. They're good and everything, and they're an up and coming. You know, they have a bright future. But I should have just looked at it like that instead of, you know, jumping on their bandwagon, you know? Yeah.
0: But uh Trey Young played Unreal in that last game. I don't have yeah. I don't have Julius Randall's splits, but it looks like he that this definitely was statistically at least. I didn't watch the game. Yeah, I, I turned game.
1: down the volume and was watching it and I was just like, they're gonna lose. So then Dang as far it, as you know <laughs>
0: I, I'm pretty and with where Atlanta is and with Embiid's injury in the Washington series I would not be at all surprised if Atlanta won this series and made it which is which blows my mind cuz I honestly thought that Atlanta was going to not make the playoffs this year. Yeah. But uh they got all their injury injured players back. They're starting to roll finally and come together as a team. There doesn't seem to be as uh, I think it was Collins. Yeah. Was it seemed a little bit unhappy, but it seems like he's fallen into what his role is on that team, and everybody knows who they are. Which perfect Collins time to do it, balling, dude. This is when you want to come together as a team, and I don't see Ben Simmons is not Ben Simmons is not. We saw it in Game Five against the. You know who played really well in Game Five, Seth Curry. It was not. It was not Ben Simmons who who helped the Sixers win that series in game five it was Seth Curry so if Seth Curry is your best player entering (laughs) this series I would not be surprised if we see a gentleman sweep here that is dependent on if we see Embiid come back
1: yeah if Embiid comes back then the Sixers have a chance without Embiid they're toast
0: absolutely because this team wasn't that great they shouldn't have, they should have swept. I guess MB MB did get injured in that game. They lost to Washington, but Mm
1: -hmm.
0: that Washington team is not that good.
1: No, they're not that good.
0: So if you're a first seed, even if your best player goes out, you still should have swept in my opinion. So I'm I'm giving it to Atlanta. I think we're going to see an Atlanta Brooklyn conference finals Mm -hmm. and Brooklyn's brooklyn's gonna be at atlanta and i'm gonna root for philly
1: i'm gonna root for philly to win it but i think atlanta's gonna win it
0: i really don't like Trey young i still don't like Trey young Uh, no
1: i don't and the reason i other than the flopping and all that which yeah i I never like when a player just flops a lot and stuff but or like tries to he he kind of does like what harden used to do he he tries to like de Blasio said uh, when he was kind of playfully taking a shot at him, he kind of foul baits, you know? Yes. He kind of hunts for fouls. And and I don't like that kind of thing. But I,
0: I hate that the refs give them to him. Yeah. Like, what the hell? Um, like, it's very obvious. And, like, anyways, that being said, I, I, that, so the difference between Trey Young and LeBron James. LeBron James has always been beautiful master of the game. I feel like Trey Young is. Fun, but he needs so much support around him, which I guess could be said of any NBA team. But like Clint Capella balled out in that series.
1: Yeah. Clint, <laughs> hey, Clint Capella. Clint Capella is actually one of the best bigs in the league. He's like a top, like a top big in the league,
0: you know? I would um, say that the Atlanta Hawks collective, like top six or seven guys, is the best in the NBA right now. Mm-hmm.
1: you can make that argument i don't sure. i
0: can't because no, i can't think of anyone else like don't get me wrong i know that there's other like better dynamic duos but it says you're going down the list um so if we look at the sixers absolutely the hawks. the hawks without Embiid definitely way better than them yeah uh, you do have a really solid big three with the nets but after that it's joe harris i don't yeah. know like after that it's like that's kind of where it stops maybe bruce brown and then with the with the milwaukee bucks pretty solid top four five but then it really trails off when you get to the fifth sixth options there
1: anyways the nets the thing about the nets to me is like i think they have a lot of talent and i like the way claxton has been playing uh lately but they rely very heavily on three players you know yeah and then in the west it's like
0: even worse, like because you have booker paul mm-hmm. mitchell gobert the jazz are probably in the hawks of the west because they have donovan mitchell gobert bogdanovich good, ingles man, can man. get up and play they have a pretty solid dude and in the game that i went to freaking mm-hmm. i forgot Derek favors was on the jazz and he he wasn't like amazing but like he did what is required of him and some yeah he, i think he ended up with like 12 14 point what was amazing about that game honestly is how spread out all of the scoring was like i think they had six you or know? seven guys in uh in double figures with yeah, the high well, scoreman being 25
1: they do get everybody involved you know yeah. so awesome um uh i i think that's a pretty accurate comparison utah you know to to uh the hawks uh they they're they're pretty deep. You Capella know?
0: Gobert both rim running uh, and rim protecting. Big yeah,
1: bigs. And um, uh, both
0: of the Bogdanoviches. Not only do the they have Bogdano- the same, not only do they have the same last name, they both kind of fill the same role on their teams.
1: <laughs> yeah, they're they're pretty much the same player.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and uh, I really like Joe Ingles. I've always really liked Joe Engel. Jordan Clarkson,
0: I totally forgot
1: about him. Right? Oh yeah, Jordan Clarkson too. Uh, so, like, both teams are pretty deep, you know. Um, so I think that's pretty a pretty accurate comparison.
0: Well, I don't know if I I don't know if I have any other thoughts in terms of uh in terms of round two. I know that I'm excited for it. It's going to be easier to watch the games because the that's why it sucks at being in like the in the mountain time zone. I, I'm a guy who likes to go to bed around like eight eight thirty, and that's when all of the West Coast games start. So yeah, that kind of that kind of sucks. But uh, what, uh, what any other thoughts that you have heading into the second round, Stephen? That you're excited to watch?
1: Um, well, I'm excited. I'm excited to see. Um, obviously we talked about brooklyn and milwaukee but i'm i'm excited about that series i think it's going to be very high scoring and um i don't know who's going to win but i'm going to i'm going to pick uh i'm going to try to guess uh and i'll say brooklyn Um, and uh, because it always seems like Milwaukee is just really good and they, you know, they're a really good team, they go pretty far, and then at some point in the playoffs, they get knocked out before the finals. You know, that always happens. Um, so uh, maybe I'm wrong, but like you said, the Nets have a lot of firepower and and uh I think uh the Nets will win that series. Um if if Embiid comes back for Philly, they can win that series uh against um the Hawks. But um
0: they can, but I don't even think that they will, just because of our mention of like Clint Capella. I think yeah. I don't think he's going to end Embiid's career. But he's going to make enough of a difference that Embiid will, he'll still get his 30. Yeah. But it's not going to be enough. I, I just, Ben Simmons, I'll tell you what, the biggest mistake that, uh, the, who was it? They should have done more to try to get James Harden. Like they should have been willing to give up Ben Simmons in order right. to get James Harden because. Well,
1: here's the thing. Because Ben Simmons is my favorite player on on uh, on Philadelphia, as you know. Um, and I, I just think they need to either get rid of Joel Embiid or get rid of Ben Simmons and it'll work better. How? Like, I disagree. It'll like, They give, need to get rid of Ben give,
0: Simmons. It's not going to get better if they get rid of Embiid. Who are they going to get to replace Embiid?
1: Just put a bunch of shooters that can also defend uh around uh Simmons, I think. And, Embiid and- can
0: kind of shoot threes. Right, but like I you mean, need, you going to need I a love, big that can shoot. Wrong.
1: Don't get me wrong, I love Embiid. But um I think if you put a guy who at, at 6 foot 10, Ben Simmons is 6 foot 10, make him the he center, can, he can handle the ball. He can he's one of the fastest SOBs in the NBA. Um and he finishes really well at the rim and he's one of the best gosh dang passers I have ever seen. If you and and that's not even including what he does defensively. Um if you put a bunch of put a bunch of knockdown shooters around him, they're a championship contender. So
0: nah, hmm, I I strongly disagree with that. They're yeah. not a like they have so many shooters. I, I just go back to they have so many shooters right now around him
1: and it they doesn't have, think, well, but they Tobias have,
0: Harris, Seth Curry. I I've named two like Danny Embiid. I, I don't know. Thank you. Uh, Danny Green. I'm not going to say that Joel Embiid is a three point shooter, but he can, yeah. <laughs> he can, he can shoot the three.
1: I just think either way, whether, cause I love Embiid also. I love Embiid He's one of my favorite bigs in the league. I, he reminds me a lot of like Elijah one, the way he moves and stuff. And the fact that he's a, you know, he's a, a big that can stretch the floor. He's got um, a good uh, back to the basket game, you know? Uh, so I really, really, I really like him being, I just think to me, Either get rid of Embiid or get rid of Simmons and and it'll work better. And most of the time people talk about you got to add this player or that player to make it better. But I just think Embiid and Simmons that doesn't work that well if you want to win a championship, you know.
0: And then just because some
1: quick- because Simmons sorry, because Simmons can't shoot, you know, he really he can't shoot worth a darn. And, and then you, uh, so he's going to drive to the basket most of the time, you know, and with Embiid on the team, it's like, it just complicates things too much. Like get, get rid of one or the other and it'll work better. I just, if Ben
0: Simmons is your best player, you will not win a championship.
1: I disagree with that.
0: And that is, that is your, your prerogative, but like looking at these stats, and, like, these numbers look good on paper. Uh, well, not really, actually. Uh, <laughs> so I'm just going to do points, points, rebounds, assists for this Washington series. So 6, 15, 15, 15 assists. That's nuts. That's yeah, pretty 15, solid and right 15 here. rebounds. 22, 8, and 9. Not bad. 14, 9, and 5. Not 13, bad. 13, 3, and 12. 19, Badly. 11, and 10. So he, he got a triple-double there. Um yeah. His free throw shooting is outrageously terrible, horrendous. So if he drives and gets fat, like just foul him. That's all you have to do.
1: Yeah. Well, it's the shack. It's the hack-a-shack problem in that way, because he's so good getting to the rim and finishing. If you just keep fouling him and fouling him, you're going to end up in foul trouble, you know? But... At the but, same time, that strategy can work and has worked in the past, just ha- hacking him, you know? Yeah,
0: but I I, I stand by my I, – I just don't see it. Unless he does – if he could just even get a mid – if he could just make free throws, he doesn't even have to shoot
1: well. If he could just yeah. make
0: free throws, I could see him becoming the best player on a championship team, but he doesn't have
1: – He. I agree. If he gets a mid-range shot, he'll be a top Five player in the nba i think
0: because the difference between a defensive player of the year and an offensive player of the year is an offensive player we've seen it in the in the mavericks Clippers series
1: mm-hmm.
0: offense a singular offensive player is so much more powerful than a singular defensive player because you can do it on you i when i say this you can play offense on your own And your team can win. If you are the only good defender on your team. Yeah. You're not going to get it done. Especially if you don't have an offensive game, which Ben Simmons does not have.
1: Yeah. I think I, I have
0: Trey young as my example. I don't think Trey Young's good at defense, but guess what? He can score 40 points. He can shoot threes. He can make free throws. He can draw fouls. And he's, I believe more valuable than Ben Simmons is, even though he's not good at defense.
1: Yeah. And, uh, uh, there's, there's many examples of that. Um, and, uh, not all in, in, in the current NBA, but, you know, um, uh, Iverson on, on those 2000, 2001 Sixers, like good.
0: That's a good, that's a good he, one.
1: He, uh, he was a guy that could score the heck out of the ball and he took all the shots and they played defense and they made it all the way to the finals, you know?
0: Yeah, but that's uh, so what you're describing right there, though, Stephen, kind of illustrates my point. I think that Trey Young could be the best That's
1: what I was trying to yeah. do, dude.
0: Yeah, okay. Because I do think Trey Young could be the best player and his team get to a championship win. I don't know. But I go back to Ben Simmons. He's six foot 11. Awesome. Bigger than Allen Iverson. Bigger than Trey Young. But if you yeah. can't make free throws and you can't, like, the difference between him and Shaq as well is Shaq could get and ones through the contact.
1: Right, no, that's true. Like, uh that's another thing about Shaq was he was so gosh darn big and strong that you could foul him as hard as you you could, and, and still he could score. finish through the contact.
0: So that's why I'm concerned for Ben Simmons. Is just like I don't. They better be the four best shooters in the history of the NBA. And yeah. guess what? I don't think Kevin Durant, James Harden, Steph Curry are walking through that door anytime soon yeah, to I, play with Ben Simmons.
1: I just think you give him like a few Corver type players, you know, like a Kyle Corver type player. Like uh what I mean is like a spot up jump shooter that can is just knock down, you know. But you're lacking that
0: defense. So I was actually gonna ask this. Who would you have in their prime so far? Would you rather have Ben Simmons or Clay Thompson? Clay. Okay, I'm going to ask another question. Would you rather have, in their prime once again, would you rather have Ben Simmons or Draymond Green?
1: <sighs>
0: the fact you have to think about it, though, I think illustrates my point, because I think I'd rather have Draymond in, his, and Draymond in his prime at least can make free throws.
1: Yeah, Draymond can kind of. That's that's what was making me think about it was like, well, he can actually kind of knock down shots, you know. Just, uh, anyways, I don't know. Like,
0: I've just I like Ben Simmons though too. If I'm being honest, I really like him. I like that he plays defense. I like how hard he plays. It's just, it sucks, man. Like, hey, you know what sucked for me, Ben Simmons? I was five foot eight. Uh, Not that I would have made the NBA or made college teams if I was six foot one or six foot two or whatever. Sometimes yeah. it's just if it's not in your skill set, it's not in your arsenal. You just don't have it, and that's it's unfortunate.
1: Yeah, well, it's like the old saying: you can't teach hype, you know.
0: Yeah, um, but that's uh, that's everything that I got, Stephen. Anything else that you want to chat about? We kind of went off there on Ben Simmons for a hot minute. I, I had fun on that one.
1: Yeah. Um. Uh. Um. Just if Embiid comes back. For the Sixers, they'll have a much better chance of winning the series.
0: I hope he comes back.
1: Um, and if he doesn't, they're not going to have as good a chance. Um, but uh, I've I've really I've I've actually really enjoyed um, watching Jokic play. Um, and so like, that's why I say if, if Denver wins the championship, like I won't even be mad at that. It'll be anticlimactic to me if, if, uh, if Chris Paul doesn't get a ring, but, um, uh, like I'll be happy if Denver is, is able to win, you know?
0: Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, awesome. Well, then thanks again for chatting, Stephen. Looking forward to round two. And the next time that we have something that we want to talk about, we hope you give it a look. Please don't
1: take us too seriously. We hope
0: you stay for a while. Give us one more chance change your mind